I wished with every fiber of my being that it could be like this always, just us against the world. But wishes are like stars, pretty to look at, yet unreachable, unattainable. And there are so many stars in our night sky that it sparkles. And today we are reading Dead Soldiers, The Dead Soldiers versus Taylor's Duet by Rosalie. Okay, first off, <laughs> I think the first thing we should do is go over the names of the character because you already laughed at how I pronounced one name. <laughs> I didn't and- just laugh. I about like passed out <laughs> because I was wheezing so hard from laughing so hard. <laughs> So we can agree that Knox is Knox. Yes. Okay. And Lark is Lark. Yes. Okay. So I was saying Aaron. I was saying A E. Absolutely yeah. not. No. <laughs> that is such a horrible name for a main villain. <laughs> I mean, I don't disagree, but Aaron just sounds like no. a bad rapper. Aaron. Like air. Aaron. I breathe air. Aaron. It still sounds like a bad rapper to me. Oh. Like from the 2000s. Okay. <laughs> and then his. Thing about smacking that. His. <laughs> All on the. Yes. <laughs> Love that song. That's yeah, Akon, okay. right? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> This is why we're friends, Jen. <laughs> it is. Okay. And then, so how do you pronounce his brother's name? Jude. I was pretty sure I was saying Judd. Which would be two Ds instead of an E. Because <laughs> it was June. Really... Yeah. Was the sister. And then Jude was the brother. I don't remember what I was calling him. Probably just J. Yeah. <laughs> Knowing you. I'm pretty sure, yeah. So it was part of it was maybe I was seeing Jude, but I was just I wasn't saying it in my head. Maybe probably not. And then Terrell, that's how you were yeah. pronouncing it. Terrell, or I think I like kind of bounced between Terrell and Tarl in my head. I think, I think I did more Tarl. I think I did more Tarl too. Yeah. Okay. And then Rook. 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 Rook? Rook. (laughs) They're going to be like, are they talking about the same book? The characters' names don't add up. Because isn't that what the the chess piece is called? It's a rook, right? Rook? Or is it a rook? Because I think that's what he was named after. I think it depends on who you ask. Like tomato, tomato, and caramel and caramel and pecan and pecan soda and pop that might be a regional (laughs) thing maybe okay i'm gonna let you start because you already have a pet peeve of the book (laughs) that's because i'm a crazy horse girl and like you can't it (laughs) like okay here's the thing i was so excited about having horses play like a part in this series even if it was a minor part like just I was real excited so then I got even more excited because the Taylor dad is over in the Middle East and he's looking at Arabians and Arabians are one of my favorite horse breeds it's like the first breed I ever owned like I love Arabians 
And then they said Arabian thoroughbreds. I'm like, what the fuck is an Arabian thoroughbred? That's not a real thing. <laughs> like, you can have racing Arabians, and thoroughbreds are like the racing horse for the U.S. Granted, they race all over the world, but like most people, if you watch a horse race in the United States, you're watching thoroughbreds. If it's not a thoroughbred, you're watching quarter horses. You're not watching Arabians race in the U.S. But I was willing to give them, like, suspend belief if they had, like, racing Arabians. They owned the track and they decided to race Arabians in the on the U.S. It's their track. Who cares, right? Cool. Arabian thoroughbreds are not a thing. And it really irritated me that she couldn't pick one. Because at one point she said, like... Arabians and then another point it was like Arabian thoroughbreds I'm like this is the no also the fact that Aaron Aaron <laughs> gifted her a mare Arabian is a bunch of bs the girl doesn't know how to ride mares are bitchy most of the time and if you're a horse person listening to this podcast please don't come at me if you're a mare person I am not and two Arabians are flighty high high anxiety like high intensity like that's not a beginner horse and i am done with my rant now i just want to let the audience know that we have a special guest with us today sully the kitty cat look at her she's so cute she's like super excited to be here she is I mean, she was really into your little rant. Like, I, you couldn't see her, but I could see her. And she's like, yeah, mama, you tell them. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. I love this little kitten. Well, we had it's caught cool. up last night. And you were like, oh, yeah. I haven't heard any updates from you since, like, two weeks ago about the book. Well, that's because I stopped reading it and I just finished Did you really? That's why you hadn't got any updates from me on this book. It's not that it was bad. It was like I literally predicted like the whole fucking ending of the book. And I was just like, ugh. Book one, right? Yeah, book one. Well, book two, that yeah. shit came out of fucking nowhere. It was ridiculous and stupid. What was the we'll point? We'll get there. Thing? We'll get there. Because book one. So bring it back to book one. Okay, sorry. Um, I don't what, have any. What? Did you like about book one? Wow, that bad? No, it's not that I didn't like it. And it's not that I liked it. There was just nothing. I like Jude. Jude is fantastic. He's my favorite. I like Lark. I like that she's really strong to a point. She's also fucking really stupid. I just don't understand why she believed her dad and why she didn't trust the boys more or the guys more. Like Aaron said, like, I know this is going to be. <laughs> so I giggled. Every okay. Time. Audience. Uh, when Misty talks, it's going to be Aaron. When Please I call him, it's going to be Aaron. Cause that's also easier to say. Let's just say a, okay. A, that works. I like it. Like, and I told you, like, at one point, like, I wasn't even halfway through, and I was like, oh, my gosh, she's going to betray them. Like, you yeah. could already tell, and I think that bothered oh, yeah. me, that the author let us know that it was going to happen. Like, it made everything after that redundant, because even if what she felt was true was still, it was still 
I'm trying to think of a better word than false, but I don't know. I just did, I didn't like that. I did not like that at all because then I didn't want to read it no more because I'm like, well, she's going to betray them and then they're going to have to save her and then there's going to be a little war and then whatever. Yeah. So. Okay. So I'll play devil's advocate because I too saw it coming and I too was annoyed that she didn't just have a conversation with the guys. But she's also had a decade of very intense trauma at the hands of her dad. And if he's threatening to kill the only person who's actually ever mattered up until these four men walk into a room, like, I could see her not seeing another way out. Um, except for the path that she was already on, but I agree. Like she should have just talked to the guys. No. I feel like, honestly, I feel like it would have made a better book if she had had a conversation with the guys and said, okay, here was my original plan. Here's where I'm at now. You know, how can we take down the dead soldiers together and keep my brother safe? Yes, that would have been way better. And I can't, we can't, I say we can't. I don't think that we can let the trauma be an excuse. Because if that was the case, she wouldn't have been willingly going into their bed. Right? So she has to trust them on some level already. Because for somebody, like you said, who's been abused for 10 yeah. years, that trust does not come easily nor willingly yeah. because she's never had it before. And the yeah. fact that she does, we can't, I don't think that that can be used as a, as a good enough reason as to why she didn't tell them. That's fair. I'll give it to you. Because I, I didn't like any of that either. Like, I wish she had had the conversation mm-hmm. with them and... But here's another thing that pissed me off. If Tarl knew that she was going to betray them, why the fuck didn't he say anything? I, I didn't like that he, either. No, actually, I loved that. And I, because Tarl had the idea, but he also wanted to show her that regardless of what decision she had made, he was willing to trust her and go there with her. And she had never had that before. So it was like a whole eye-opening thing for her I don't think I don't know I I really liked that detail I'm not saying that your logic of course Jen always has to be logical in these conversations (laughs) I don't disagree with your logic but do you think if he knew that she was going to be raped that he would still go through with it Mm, probably not yeah probably not and the beatings that everybody gets because of it I don't know. It didn't bother me that they got beat. They beat her. <laughs> they beat her shit up. Like, I mean, obviously, I don't. I didn't want them to get like beat up. But with as bad as Knox hurt her, I was basically okay with it. One of the things that irritated me in book, well, really throughout the duology, is you have all of this like insane trauma from all of them and they're all like oh it's a part of our world 
it's fine. Like, no one needs to talk it out. No one needs to be, you know, super angry for longer than like a couple of days. And the only time you see any type of, I don't know if you can even call it like a work through of emotions is when Lark locks herself in the room for like 96 hours or whatever it was. And even then I'm just like, she comes out and she's like, all right, it's fine that you killed my mom. It's, I get it. (laughs) What? I honestly was not very invested in this. So I might not have picked up on all those nuances. I agree with you that they just kind of like roll with it and like go with the flow. And it's only in like book two where she's like having like severe nightmares. I say severe very lightly that it's a thing. But like even then, like everyone just like, like, okay, you killed my mom. It's cool. Uh, Okay. You beat the shit out of me. It's fine. Like, oh, you betrayed us. It's fine. Like there was no... (laughs) consequences to the actions none okay so i i disagree with that there were consequences not like consequences outside of their circle but within them there were so like when she refused to talk and they had to beat her that was very traumatic for them for guys who don't really show emotion or have emotion the way that was after so there were side effects. Maybe we should say side effects. There were side effects of that. But it was her own damn fault. She should have just told them. Like you said, if they would have had the conversation, that wouldn't have had to have happened. The killing but of the mom again, and the sister. Well, the killing of the mom and the sister, that is just something that happens in gang life. People, innocent people. But that's exactly my point. Like, you don't just get over that stuff. I mean, <laughs> but... With their mentality and the way that they grew up, like, it makes sense. Like, you can't have emotion. You can't really let that interfere with the coldness, I guess. I don't know. It didn't bother me. I was fine. I I was actually okay with that because if they would have went on and on about, you know, bitching and whining about it, I would have been even more pissed off about this book. I don't you're well, fucking gangbangers. Think- like, I don't want to hear you bitching and crying like little bitches. Okay? Like, No. That is not the. If I want that, I'll go read a contemporary. Oh my god! Maybe, maybe. Okay, so note to self, Jen, if you're reading a gang book, we are not expecting therapy. It's just everyone's just gonna be okay with whoever you kill, whoever you beat up, and move on with their lives. I mean, in a sense, all of the kicky sex that they do could be therapeutic. That's how they get their rage and everything out. Oh, I absolutely think it was therapeutic for Lark. So. But yes, gangbangers are not emotional pussies. Just saying. Good to know. Yes. And if they are, I'm not reading that shit. Okay. So, book two. (laughs) Was a waste of time. It was a waste of time. Waste of time. No point in book two at all. There was no reason. The only thing that I loved that came out of book two was Lark and Adam's relationship. Oh, I was about to be like, what really? Adam? <laughs> I knew you did it. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> it took me a was, oh, their dad. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's literally the only thing that I liked that came out of book two. Otherwise, it was a complete waste of time. Like, there was literally no reason at all for that book to happen. Yeah. Like, no reason. 
And the epilogue or the ending could have been the ending of book one after, you know, they killed. Oh, 100 percent. Soldiers and all that. Because yeah. I like I liked the Christmas party and getting to meet the other characters. Because let me tell you something. She better be writing a book about the fallen because and it better be fucking better than this shit. Oh, I was I have it low. So I was wondering if there was already a book. It almost sounded like there was already a book on the fallen. I couldn't tell. She has oh, okay. the 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 high school penitentiary series, which we have on our reading list to do. Yeah, and then like, that's like bound or captured or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I don't know if that's about them. I gotcha. Yeah, I I was interested and in, I did like that that last scene. But like you said, it it could have been book one and. Mm-hmm. That's it. We don't. We, we didn't, didn't need another book. book. That whole yeah, thing of of Tarl getting revenge or whatever was just a face a space filler. It was unnecessary and made no sense. It was a waste of space. Yeah, I completely. And there was nothing else in the book substantial enough to warrant another book, especially nope. because the book, like the first book, was less than three hundred pages, right? So, like, you could have had yeah, one it was two hundred seventy eight like, pages. One book so, like four hundred pages. I I was gonna say like three fifty. Oh yeah. You know, like you you could have had the whole kit and caboodle in one book for sure. Mm-hmm. Oh, and so Tarl goes to the stables, and you have you from I think it was Lark's point of view. He's having like this intense discussion with the stable hand, or you know whatever his role is there. But you have there's no context later on. Mm-hmm. like who that person is any like because i'm sorry if the taylor men knew that somebody was working at their stable that was involved in tarl's past or involved in kidnapping tarl and lark that man would have been like quartered mm-hmm. <laughs> i don't like your pun what was the pun oh, oh it wasn't meant to be a pun no oh <laughs> You said quartered, you know, quarter horses, getting the horses oh, to drag and tear them apart. <laughs> I was sitting, I'm like, pun. I'm like, there's no way she's thinking like quarter horses. And then sure enough, you come yeah. out. All right. Look at you go. That's it. That's my Fun greatness fact. for the day. Did you know that quarter horses got their name because they're faster than a thoroughbred in the first quarter mile? Oh, I did not. There's your fun horse fact of the day. Yes. <laughs> I can't wait for that to come up on trivia. I'll know. <laughs> So yeah, okay. Is there anything? I mean, if I, I think we can both agree that if we loved anything out of the books, it was Jude. Yeah, he's fantastic. Absolutely. But other than that, nothing. Was there? Okay, so it's like, did you like any of the guys other than Jude? I liked all of them, but he was my favorite. Yeah, yeah, he was my favorite. It would be him, and then yeah. the other three. <laughs> him and the other three. Yeah. I'd agree with that. I I loved Jude. I thought I was gonna like a more than I did. I thought it was gonna be like a Knox from Bonded Bonds series situation. Oh, don't don't even get those mixed up. Absolutely not. But it it wasn't even close. Oh, oh wipe that from your brain. I was so excited about it, though. And then... I, that never even no. came... No, I don't think nothing will ever come as close to how great the Bonded series is. I don't no. know what anybody says. It was fantastic. Side note, the rest of my collection from Arcane Society should be delivered today, and I will have all six of those pretty, beautiful books on my shelf. 
you'll have to send me pictures. Yes, I'm super excited. Okay, I've... All right. Are you ready to rate? Yes. So the overall... No. The darkness. I mean, five. Yeah. (laughs) This, This was, I think... Aside from Butcher and Blackbird, I feel like this is has been our darkest read so far. And even Butcher and Blackbird didn't feel dark. Didn't feel dark. So this, like, I actually haven't picked up any, like, it took me a little bit. I read some fluffy stuff because, like, <laughs> didn't read this anything. really bothered me. Like, I was fine, but I needed, like, a break. Yeah, I agree. I think this has been one of our darkest reads of the season. Yeah, for sure. Because I'm just thinking about all the other ones. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay, so five for the darkness. Mm -hmm. For the spice. I would say five. Yeah, five. It was really... Go on. It had all the elements. Like, Mm -hmm. detailed, kinky... Taboo, which was really hot. <laughs> okay, can we just? Okay, I have, <laughs> I have officially decided. I like, I do not have a blood kink. Like, <laughs> I really struggled actually reading the few parts that had that like very oh, detailed. I was like, this is just all I could think of were like diseases. <laughs> I kept on thinking <laughs> and an infection. <laughs> Like there's nothing sexy about this. But I, I didn't care. Like I was just like, eh, whatever, just skip that part. Mm, that's essentially what I did. But everything else, like when they had her on um, the St. Andrew's Cross in the first book, holy cow! Yeah, yeah. And when Aaron came back after like having like not letting the other guys get her off all day, that was so fucking hot and then the overall rating i know you are probably gonna rate it lower than i am i'm gonna give it a three i actually devoured the duology granted i was on a plane so i didn't have anything better to do but i i did really enjoy the first book i was disappointed that she didn't have the conversation with the guys but i did enjoy the first book i did enjoy the um relationship development with all of them so I'm gonna give it a three like it's not something I ever read again but like if you want a dark spicy romance I would recommend this but maybe skip book two like there's no reason for you like you don't need to read book two unless you just want to have like all the good lovey-dovey feelings about Lark finally getting a dad she deserves because that just made me so happy I would I'm I'm stuck between a two and a three. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm thinking I'm going to give it a two. I'm shocked you're even contemplating a three. Well, you and your unreasonable logic. Okay. Yeah, I think I'm going to go like with the two. unreasonable logic is an oxymoron. Well, that explains me to a T then, okay? That's fair. Fits me perfectly. I'm going to think I'm going to go with a two. Oh. I'm going to give it a two. Eh, it was okay. Like, yeah. nothing stands out. Like, there's nothing special. 
But I, I don't think I can go with a three because this would not be the first thing that I would recommend to somebody. Well, that's fair. Yeah. That I have so many other things that I would recommend first. Yeah. Before this. Well, and for context for the audience, like you've read a lot more dark romance than I have. So like my, my Rolodex, so to speak, of dark romance (laughs) is significantly less than yours. Shut up. I love that so much. I'm pretty sure I have a Rolodex in my storage unit. (laughs) (laughs) That's like the best thing ever. Yeah. That brings me joy. Okay. I don't. Yeah. I got nothing else. But we did have two quotes. So Jen is going to end us on the second quote that we liked out of the duology. Yep. As soon as I find it. Until this point, our pretty bird may have been alone, but now she has demons on her side, ready to go to war and avenge all who have wronged her, for she is ours and no one will ever touch her again. Okay, readers, and where does the darkness rate with you? Thank you for joining us on the journey into the shadows of love, where dark romance stories come to light. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Bones of the Story as much as we did. If you did, don't forget to subscribe and leave a review. Your feedback means the world to us. And to stay updated on all things dark romance, follow us on social media. You can find us on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. We'd also love to hear from you. Share your thoughts, ideas, or even your own dark romance stories with us. Drop us a line at bonesofthestory at gmail.com. Remember, our next tantalizing episode is just around the corner, so keep your hearts open and your senses sharp. Until then, embrace the darkness and let the stories continue to stir your deepest desires. This is Misty and Jen signing signing off from from Bones Bones of the Story. Story.